Hello and welcome to Lost in Sci-Fi and Fantasy. This week, we are talking Alien, the 1979 classic. It's a good old fun time, eh? <laughs> so, as with many a film, my history with this one is just mostly one out of curiosity. I, when I was younger, was interested in getting a little bit more into horror movies. I believe at this time I, I, I had branched out into, you know, trying out some horror movies like The Thing and whatnot. So I decided I would give Alien a try. So I bought the a, a little DVD multi-pack. And in this multi-pack came the first Alien movie, the first Predator movie, and the Alien vs. Predator movie. And I believe at the time when I first got it, I focused primarily on Predator, because I was kind of more interested in Predator. But then I watched Alien, and I, I enjoyed it. To be honest, it is a fairly slow movie. Especially, especially the introductory title sequence which goes on forever as the letters ever so slowly appear on on the screen. It's <clears throat> it's rough. But yeah, that's kind of my general history. Is I, I was just kind of interested in watching some classic-ish horror movies, and Alien was relatively high on the list. Uh, I have yet to watch the rest, like... Um, Aliens. I, I mean, I've seen a, at least parts of Aliens in the past. Uh, I've also seen parts of Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, but otherwise I have not... I don't believe I've fully sat down and watched Aliens, Aliens 2... Sorry. Aliens, Alien 3, or Alien Resurrection in, in totality. But th those are for a future date when I get those as for the predator movies i have seen i have watched all of those because i also have a predator collection which contains uh predator predator 2 and predators predators i believe i have that collection i should uh but yeah <laughs> with that out of the way let's go ahead and dive on into the plot so after the excruciatingly long title sequence uh we we kind of go aboard the Nostromo, which has received a distress signal, and the crew is awoken from their stasis to deal with the issue. I will say that this makes a bit more sense than the very, very last minute awakening that uh, the Adam Driver's character gets in 65. Because <laughs> in 65 he gets a warning like seconds before they hit hit the asteroids um <clears throat> but anyway so they're told that they have to investigate and thus they investigate they land but sustain some damage while landing so some people stay behind to do repairs while the rest of the crew explores uh while exploring ridley finds that the Distress signal is more of a, a warning to stay away, uh, but is not able to relay this to the rest of the crew. 
while the rest of the crew uh, goes a journeying, um, they discover a massive room filled with giant eggs. Uh, one of them goes up to the to one of the eggs and kind of pokes it because you know when in doubt poke the thing uh and it opens and as he's looking in a face hugger latches on to him goes through his helmet and uh wraps its tail around his neck they <clears throat> the two people with him bring him back and ridley who's you know acting captain at the time refuses to let him on but uh he gets let on anyway uh he's taken to the to the medical bay in which there's a massive argument about you know the fact that they they should have left him behind and whatnot you know protocol states that you shouldn't bring potential contaminants on board and whatnot especially since he has literally an alien creature wrapped around his neck. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they try to take it off, but they decide not to because the <clears throat> the thing on his face has acid for blood, and they worry about the hull integrity. Um, so, then they, they just kind of wait and it eventually just dies and falls off of his face. Then, while they think that everything's just kind of calm and whatnot, they decide to eat some dinner, then go back into stasis to continue their journey home. But the meal is interrupted, very rudely, by uh, the guy... guy having some intense chest pains and you know he's complaining about it but then he suddenly gets up flings himself onto the table and a chest burster bursts out of his chest and scurries away the crew after jettisoning his body away into the icy icy embrace of the void uh decide to go on a little creature hunt you know, they, they all suit up with various implements to catch it. And they go hunting for this, you know, chest cavity rat. <laughs> but, whilst everyone's searching, um, one of the crew is on the hunt for the cat. I think the cat's name is Jones. Um, but while trying to get the cat, he is ambushed by a now fully grown alien, or xenomorph, xenomorph, which those things grow fast, but he gets ambushed and taken away, um, and the crew, after an argument, comes to the conclusion that the alien 
in order to be able to get around so fast is very likely using the air vents to get around. So they use the uh, little Doppler radar thing to go looking, but one of them is killed in the vents. So they kind of decide to cut and run, or at least they try to decide to cut and run, but uh, Ridley wants to try again to lure it to wants to lure it to the airlock and just kind of void it out into space. But when she consults the ship's computer, she comes to the shocking revelation that the their their company has sent orders to one of their crew to keep the animal or the alien alive and uh fuck everyone else so so she confronts him about this and in retaliation he attacks her in which it's revealed that he is an android and you know he's able to then explain to them after they take his android head and reactivate it and his gooey 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 milky goo um yeah he explains that you know he's he's been ordered to take the creature back to earth for study because it's so cool and amazing did you see the acid blood? Ain't that neat. So, they get frustrated with him and decide to burn him. You know, shut him down and burn him. Then, then they decide to go with plan B, which is to destroy the ship, which would destroy the alien, uh, and just leave. But while the other two, besides Ripley, uh, are trying to get some life support supplies... Uh, they are both ambushed and killed by the alien, which is, uh, th this is the scene that I found the most awkward when I first watched the movie, because Ripley keeps changing her mind in this section, because she goes from not wanting to, uh, escape, to wanting to escape, to, so... Okay, so she goes from not wanting to escape and just voiding out the alien. Then, after learning, you know, the big revelation, <clears throat> she decides on that the self-destruct option is a good option. But seeing her way blocked by the alien, she then has to go cancel the self-destruct, or she decides to cancel the self-destruct. Realizes she can't cancel the self-destruct, so she goes back to the shuttle and just so happens to notice that the alien isn't there. Uh, and then she leaves. Uh, of course, she takes the cat with her. Um, and then while on the escape pod, just narrowly uh, avoiding the explosion of the Nostromo, she is able to... Well, as she's getting ready to 
you know, go into stasis herself with Jones the cat. Uh, she notices that the alien is, or I guess the alien jump scares her. She doesn't necessarily notice. <laughs> the alien jump scares her, and uh, she tries to boot it out of the airlock with a grappling hook, but it catches, and you know she ha it starts trying to crawl around the engine, so she blasts it with the engine, killing it, and it goes off into space. Uh, and then she she takes her cat and goes to bed. And that that's the movie. It's, it's very simple. <laughs> it is a classic, though. Uh, I will say that the, the movie works a lot better than I might make it sound at times because there's a lot of nice, nice tense moments at times and also a lot of um, yeah, downtime. There's a lot of downtime in the film uh, that that I didn't necessarily bring up. That works both to its benefit when the alien's around and to its detriment at the beginning of the film because it does at times feel like it's taking quite a while to get started. Again, especially with the very, very long title sequence. <laughs> but, hey, what what can we do? Uh, what is there to say? I mean, uh, of course, the movie spawned multiple sequels. Uh, it's never been able to quite reach the same heights as it once had with, um, all except for Aliens. But it's never been able to reattain or go back to its small roots, you know? You know, one alien just wrecking a bunch of people it always seems to end up going back to you know there's there's a nest like the alien isolation game kind of sold itself on the premise that it was going back to the original like one alien and for most of the game it is but it ends with a nest Just tons and tons of aliens uh some some deleted scenes because I, I remember that there's two versions, at least, of of Alien. And one of them shows Ridley coming across her crewmates' bodies. Um, you know, because the alien is putting them up to to, to do the chest bursting. Um, and that that's a very uh, neat scene that, you know, sets up stuff for, like, the sequels. Which is, which is nice. Um... Then, yeah, the sequels. So Aliens takes the series in a more action-y route, which seems to be kind of the pattern for a lot of of these kinds of horror movies, where some like monster movies tends to tends to move them more towards major action in the sequels, except for Predator. But on the flip side, Predators kind of does. <laughs> um, let's see. But yeah, so I know that the second movie takes it up to more action with, you know, the horde of aliens. Then the third movie... Um, oh, crap, what's the third? The, the third movie is The Prison, right? And then Resurrection... 
she's a clone. I think. I, yeah, I think the third movie's... The third movie's a prison where she dies at the end. And then the fourth movie, she's a clone. Alien hybrid thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember the plots of the sequels. Uh, then there's the prequels Prometheus and Alien Covenant. I've seen Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus is pretty good. Though... You know, a bit silly at times. And I have not yet seen Alien Covenant. And I don't know if there's any more sequels in development currently. Though, you know, people would like there to be. But, uh... But yeah, I mean... As for the games, I know that the games are super expansive. The books. The books I have an interest in. I have some of the books. But I... It's very hard to tell where to start in the books, like where, where to, where to, yeah, well, where to start, <laughs> because some are part of connected series, while some are kind of standalone series. It's it's very similar to the the Star Wars EU, the original Star Wars EU, where the, it's just kind of a cluster. Um, but I do have some of the Alien books. And then there's also the question of whether or not they're actually part of the Alien franchise or if they're just a different book called Alien. And I think I also have some of the Predator books, I think. Um, speaking of uh, Alien versus Predator, I have seen the first movie and I think I've seen the second movie. I, I have seen the second movie. I remember the second movie being very dark. Not in a tonal way, just in general, it's a pitch black film. <laughs> like... It takes place mostly during night, and you can't see shit. I remember Alien Resurrection being very bad. Though I do remember liking uh, the first Alien vs. Predator. Wait, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. That's what I'm thinking of. Man, my brain runs a mile a minute, and it, it skips over something sometimes. Um, but yeah, so... Alien vs. Predator Requiem, I remember being just too dark, generally, and um, the story kind of sucked. The The Predalien was kind of garbage and whatnot, but I do like the first Predator movie, the second Predator movie's okay, Predators is good, I remember first watching Predators on TV. I'll talk about them sometime in the future. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, other than that, yeah, it's just that the the sequels of Alien, save for Aliens, never were able to fully reach the height. Probably similar reasons to why the Silent Hill sequel didn't do so well. It's because it starts retconning stuff. Like, hey, uh, Hicks and Mouse? I think is her name, uh, die in the third movie for some reason. Probably because they couldn't get the actors back. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's it's a bit of a mess there. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I do really like the movie. I do like how tense it is. And uh, when the alien is on the ship, a lot of, a lot of the motion's good. But 
like a lot of movies around the time, especially a lot of like monster or horror movies, it's a bit of a slow burn. Like of the three movies I've talked about uh, this month, you know, for Halloween, uh, this one's the longest. It 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 runs on for a bit, and you you can feel every minute sometimes. Like I stopped a couple of times to like check my phone, but yeah. As for other stuff, again, as I've said the past two episodes, and hey, this is the last time I'll be mentioning it. These episodes are pre-recorded. Uh, these past three episodes have been re- uh, pre-recorded because I'm out of town. So so I, I had to get this stuff recorded before I left. So again, sorry if they're quite short. Um, not much I can do about that. Hopefully, I've been streaming nice and consistently. And hopefully... Um, Things have been going really well. I don't currently know. <laughs> I can only hope. But, uh, and hopefully things at while working have been also going pretty well. I might have at this point done a, an adventure update uh, short. Or I've at the very least posted some shorts for streams. Um, I've maybe done some Modern Warfare streams. Who knows? Maybe I've streamed a horror game. I don't know. <laughs> These are all things I'll find out in the next three weeks. But, yeah. It's a good old time. It's a fun time. It's a... It's a time. Uh, As for next week's episode, next week's episode is both Halloween Party, the book, by Agatha Christie, Poirot, and A Haunting in Venice. Now, I technically, this month, could have, instead of doing, uh, there's a lot of things I could have done. Like, I just found out that I could have done the 80s blob, which would have tied in nicely to to last year when I did the original 50s blob. But, oh well. It'll have to wait. It might come after Halloween party, to be honest, because I don't really have much planned for November. (laughs) But, yeah, so... I might end up doing the 80s blob down the line. Because I, I have access to it. I finally found access to it. So, it's coming. Um, but, yeah, no. I could have done uh, Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile, and then uh, Haunting in Venice slash Halloween Party. But Halloween Party kind of stands on its own. Like, it's part of the continuity of or I guess Haunting in Venice stands on its own because it's part of the continuity of the other two movies but as an adaptation it only takes bits and pieces from the book according to the screen uh, writer himself because at the beginning of my copy of um, Halloween Party which they've rebranded or started printing under the title A Haunting in Venice even though the book's not set in Venice, uh, uh, he he mentions his process for this adaptation. So I'm excited to go into that after I read the original story, so I can kind of compare and contrast what it is. Because <laughs> supposedly, I'll, I'll get into it uh, next week, or in my timeline. Um, about three weeks from now. 
I'm very excited. Uh, but, yeah. Anywho, though, with that said, hopefully you have enjoyed this episode of Lost in Sci-Fi and Fantasy. Feel free, if you're on YouTube, to give it a like, comment, or subscribe if you would like. Uh, or you, if you're on any podcast catcher of your choice, feel free to rate and review it. Share it with your friends. Tell people that this exists. <laughs> and if they want to listen to it, they can. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I think that that's going to be it for us today. Again, very short. Hopefully the next episode will be quite a bit longer because I'm not only talking about just the movie. I'm talking about the movie, the book, some of the stuff of behind the scenes of the movie, kind of. I'll probably also talk about the other movies and books because I've, I've read them all and I've watched them all. So I'll probably talk about them a bit. So the next episode is definitely going to be a lot longer. But with that said, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.